your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. We uh, get you ready for uh, Texas Ranger baseball tonight to play for a title. Texas Tech and TCU tomorrow as uh, the Red Raiders are hoping to get to uh, their fourth win of the season and uh, put themselves in position where they need uh, two of their last three to become bowl eligible and send TCU home with a uh, with a defeat. That'd be that'd be nice. I, I'm probably the only one that's thinking this this morning, but <clears throat> I'll just I'll I'll share with you what is kind of in my brain this morning a little bit. I'm just curious what a guy like Eric Nadell is thinking today, you know, when he has a chance to call a game for a, a world championship, given what happened in 2011. It's like, will he say the Rangers are a strike away tonight? Will he say... Hit him. Hello? Hit him. No, no. Hit him. <laughs> Hit him with a no. I will go get you the baseball bat at my desk. Hit him. I'm not trying to jinx anything. You're doing a really good job. <laughs> Am I jinxing it, Jamie? I I don't know. You're I, not I a think, jinx kind of guy, though, I are think, you? Well, I'm I'm definitely baseball superstitious. And yeah, I definitely don't talk like you do. I, mm-hmm. I, thank God, right? That's what you say to yourself yeah. every day. Thank God, I don't talk like that guy does. Yeah, I notice you don't talk about the, these kind of things like this when it's your team. Oh uh, well, my, my team's not been in this. Oh, I, I would, I would in a Super Bowl and an AFC Championship I, I would, game, I would, World Series. I would say that I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. You, 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 you count your chickens before they hatch a little bit more when it's other people's teams. <laughs> and, you know, I, in fairness, I did the same thing a little bit yesterday. So, um, and I'll fully admit, it's not my team. Okay, so, um, uh, I, you know, I, I think that Eric Nadell is a pro, and I mm-hmm. think that Eric Nadell will be ready for the moment. Mm-hmm. And but I think Eric Nadell knows to not count his chickens before they hatch. He knows yeah. how difficult it is to get to this spot for a baseball team and to sure. be in this position. So I'm sure he's um, appreciating the moment, and mm-hmm. you know maybe even thinking, hey, this may be the last time I ever get a shot at this. Yeah. So he's got to feel pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, and probably he's got feeling, three three sh- three chances at it. Probably feeling really good that uh, really glad that he came back and was able to. Uh, you know, overcome his uh, his difficulties th- at the start of the season. And, I think he would feel good about that, even if the Rangers had yeah. not made the playoffs. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I I, I mean, I, I can't sit here and say I'm this lifelong, you know, long-suffering Texas Ranger fan. I'll just, I'll say that I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, but I can't sit here and say that uh, I've been wringing my hands over this. Um, I'm genuinely happy, uh, very, very happy, and will be for – Anybody that has, you know, been in that spot, and there's a number of people that work here that uh, are lifelong Ranger fans that that uh, might, uh, you know, might shed a tear or drink a beer, uh, maybe both, um, you know, if and when they get the 27 outs with the lead. That's the key, 27 outs with the lead. And so I'm I'm really really uh, anxious about tonight and hopeful for all of you that uh, find yourself in that spot. Uh, this evening as you 
going to sit down to, to listen or watch or both. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped um, about tonight. But, yeah, I'm not necessarily going out and buying a bunch of T-shirts tonight. But I'll be, I'll be thrilled uh, for friends, colleagues, coworkers, you know, customers, et cetera, et cetera, who are, uh, who are long-suffering, lifelong uh, Texas Ranger fans. So I look, look, forward to, uh, look forward to tonight. And I look forward to them hopefully closing it out. Why do we always have to refer to every fan base as long, long suffering? suffering? Because well, they're not the Yankees who haven't yeah, won a yeah. World Series in yeah. over a decade. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's I, like every time we talk about a team, well, the long suffering fans. I, I would, you know. I, I would tell you, going, you know, for me, going fifty years between Super Bowl wins, that was that was that was pretty long suffering. I mean, for me, it's, it's a long time. 50 yeah, years long 50 time. 50 years is a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Rangers have been mm-hmm. in existence since 1972, and they go back to 1961 with the Washington Senators and, you know, have hardly sniffed at a title with the exception of 2011 when they were obviously very, very, I just, very I just close. Hate that, I have, hate that we have to call fan bases suffering. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, if it's that bad, if it's that bad, stop no, rooting for. I, I know, but I mean, it, one, you're, you're suffering. Fan is short for fanatic anyway, and so you know, you probably, you know, probably sometimes you, you know, sometimes maybe, and I'm sure I can be accused of this of taking sports a little too seriously, and maybe maybe worrying about sports and games and games from the past a little more than you know maybe what. You know, my That's retirement fair. account or something like that, you know. That's fair. Or what the kids are doing, you know, at midnight, you know. It's yeah, like... I think I think we all, you know, kind of let losses for our favorite teams, you know, sit in our head and... Yeah, linger. You know, mm-hmm. st- steal space from our brain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, God knows. I mean, when you don't have much space in your brain, it gets... I mean, I need to... You know, you can always get more storage for your, for your stuff. You can always get more storage for your phone. I don't. I have yet to figure out how you can get more storage for your head. Okay. How, how do you? What about the stuff in your garage. No, I, that's right. That, that included in that, right? <laughs> included in that. You know, this kind of is what it is. You know. Um, so, but I can't get more storage. I can't get more storage for my for my brain space. I mean, it's it's clogged up with you know a bunch of losses and. I've been blessed with some wins here with my teams over the last few years. And I, I just I generally hope that people in this area get in this town and this building and, you know, places I go day to day that they get some joy tonight or, yeah, sure. or, or, Friday, or Friday night. I mean, I would prefer it tonight. It would be, it'd be better uh, tonight. Just close it out when you have a chance to do it. Right. Don't let, don't let them try to sneak back in there. Cause I mean, there were a lot of people that counted the Diamondbacks out when they were down 2 nothing to the Phillies. Yeah, I don't think the Rangers are going to be thinking, hey, we want to win this thing at home. I think the Rangers want to say, hey, let's take care of this as soon as possible. So I don't think you have to worry about them, you know, not putting their best foot forward or yeah. attempting to. Right. No, if, I... if you really want to help all of your the, the long-suffering Rangers fans around here, Jay, uh, Chuck. Yes, sir. You really want to. Help those uh, the people around here who've been on the Rangers wagon this year and mm-hmm. help out those customers. Stop jinxing them. Okay. Enjoy the game. Okay. Watch the game. Let okay. Eric Nadell do what Eric Nadell does. <laughs> okay. 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 You got. You got. Eric t- Nadell knows that Game Seven is still on the schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know if he has plans for. You know, he has Saturday. plans through Game Seven. <laughs> okay. He knows where he will be it's a little on each day. this morning, isn't he? Uh, Nathan Avaldi will go for the Rangers tonight. Man, if you had a guy to pitch you for a title, he'd be it, right? Uh, for the Rangers? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for the Rangers. Yeah. And uh, Zach Gallen will go for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. 17-9 and for him this past year. Uh, 220 strikeouts and a 347 earned run average. Rangers got to him a little bit in the first game of the mm-hmm. of the series, but he pitched well. Uh, do you think either starting pitcher goes past five innings tonight? Yes. Ooh, okay. Will we have a low scoring? Like okay, so will the will the winning team score more than five runs tonight? Mm, I'll say yes. Okay. All right. But just barely. Like six. Like six. <laughs> that would be just barely. Uh, do you think the Rangers win tonight? Yes. Okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better after I took us to the brink of disaster. Disaster. Yes. yes. Jamie brought us. So help me if I see a map out there. I'm just gonna have to go get that bat. A, a map? Yeah. A pr- pr- the uh, you, uh, you bring in a map. You're gonna get hit with a bat. It's just what's gonna happen. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll use the traditional uh, parade route there in Dallas, but we'll see. We'll see. 625 this morning here on the morning drive. Get to some Texas Tech football. That's important. They'll be uh, playing in about uh, 35 and a half hours over at Jones Stadium. And we'll have it for you here on Double T 97.3. Our optimum game day live coverage from the stadium begins tomorrow morning at 6 AM here on Double T 97.3. Good morning. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Texas Tech Soccer's in action today. They'll take on the University of Texas. Have a chance to uh, take down the evil empire today. The Red Raiders soccer team is 15-0-4. And, of course, they're the, uh, they're the current Big 12 champion trying to win a Big 12 tournament championship texas 13 4 and 2 i don't pretend to know all the particulars of uh you know um and i i think i think you and clint were talking about this a little bit yesterday or he was talking with somebody about this yesterday about you know texas and maybe being on the bubble um in terms of the the strength of schedule and getting into the postseason tournament so okay so so i think this is Obviously, it's important because you're playing for the right to to put yourself in the championship game, and and seeding will be important for the, the Red Raider uh, soccer team because the the higher that you are, the easier it's going to be at the beginning, uh, and maybe you have a chance to save some legs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they'll play today at uh, four thirty, uh, and the location will be Mike Myers Stadium. I thought they had, I thought they had moved this thing back to Round Rock for these games, but apparently not. So I think they played in Round Rock yesterday. And I'm I think just, teams were playing in Round Rock yesterday. I thought I, I read that, but maybe I, I maybe did, I'm wrong. I, I did I did too, uh, but this uh, release from Texas Tech yesterday um, says that uh, it's moved to Mike Myers Stadium and Soccer Field due to poor field conditions in Round Rock. Texas Tech will look to make its first trip to the Big Twelve Finals since 2015. So uh, what I'm seeing now is that this match is scheduled for. Um, Mike Meyer Stadium, which is the the home turf for for Texas, and um, 
So that'll be at, at 4.30 this afternoon. So Tom Stone team trying to to get in to the uh, to the Big 12 championship game. Um, Let's just do it on their home turf. Yes, 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 yes. Go and take it. Go and take it. I'm sure that – I'm sure Coach Stone will have – he'll have some kind of motivational thing for him today, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll start with, hey, um, we're trying to get to a Big 12 championship <laughs> game. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Do, do they need more motivation than that? Pro- probably not. I mean, just maybe. Um, and who knows? You know, I would, I, I, you know, and I know that you probably, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. I I would love to be a fly on the wall on, on some of those things, you know. Coach Stone, um, Coach McGuire, I think probably are both really, really good at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would. I would. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. I'd like to be. I don't want to be there when things are going poorly because I think that would, you know, be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, see the paint peel a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes that's good, you know, to have the paint peel a little bit, you know. Yeah. I think every every coach is a little bit different, and some mm-hmm. coaches are are fiery, and some coaches are matter of fact, and you know, some coaches are supportive, and some coaches are you know very straightforward and like, hey, this is what you got in front of you. Yeah. If I need to you know stand up here and do a dance and uh do a backflip or and scream and yell to get you excited to play today just let me know and i'll let you sit next to me over there on the bench okay Okay, um but hey there's a lot in front of you here so let's get it done yeah okay yeah i think you would be i think you would be very good at that some of those matter matter the fact kind of yeah, I wouldn't you, be the back flipping, yelling, no. and screaming guy. <laughs> no, I, I think I'd be shocked if you. I would be, and I surely would not be kick over the uh, the food. Did, I'm flip over way, the table. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. way too cheap for that. And, <laughs> you know, we are not going to waste food. We're not going to. We're not going to. We're not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, somebody wants to uh, remind us. Did you guys hear the Raider power chant during the game last night? Yes, we did. Oh, I did. I did. I can't speak for everybody. I did not hear, but I was chatting and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, Red Raiders uh, will play uh, TCU tomorrow. And just just not that we need to remind everybody, but you've lost four straight to these guys. Lost last year, 34-24. 21, 52-31. In 20, 34-18. And in 2019, 33-31. The last win was uh, October the 8th, 2018, 17 to 14. In fact, you've lost seven of the last nine. The last time that Texas Tech won back-to-back games over TCU was the the 2012 game, triple overtime. Now we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And, Since uh, you have lost four straight. Right. And then uh, the following year, won at home over TCU 20 to 10 uh, here at Jones Stadium. So uh, you certainly owe them, right? Um, certainly, certainly all. In fact, you could say uh, eight of your last ten you've lost two, four, six, eight, you know, seven of nine. So anyway, the bottom line is, bottom line is, haven't they've had your number? It's fair. They've had they've had your number. That's a fair statement for what for whatever reason. Um, some of that has been on you. Some of that has been they've just been a little bit better. Um. But previous to the back-to-back games in 12 and 13, they went back-to-back, but back-to-back almost 10 years apart uh, from when they 
when you played him in a non-conference game. Or, well, it was a, actually, it was the Southwest Conference champion, his Southwest Conference game in 95, and then didn't play him again until 2004 and uh, won that game 70-35. to 35. What kind of game do you think we're going to see tomorrow? Do you think this game is played in the 30s? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I'd be surprised if anybody was over. I mean, given kind of how the season has gone for, for Tech so far, I mean, the the kind of the, the outlier is, you know, what's the impact of, of Baron Morton? Because the you've, you've scored 49 against Houston, and you scored 41 against Tarleton State. But other than that, here the last three games – uh, scored 27 against a BYU, scored 21, excuse me, 14, 14 against BYU. Sorry, I looked at the wrong column. 14 against BYU, 21 against K-State, and 14 against Baylor. But, I mean, you've been you've been really, really dinged up. So my, my thought is is that this game will be played in the 30s. I would agree with you. I think that TCU doesn't look dominant on defense. Um, with Baron Morton back and healthy, I, I think you have a good chance to to play there. To play into the 30s, one one thing that's a that's a concern, and we'll get into some of these numbers. Uh, TCU puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They're first in the Big 12 in sacks, and Texas Tech is ninth in the Big 12 in sacks. So need to do a better job. And Coach McGuire and Coach DeRuiter talked about that this week of putting uh, more pressure on the quarterback. But from a defensive standpoint, your total defense is fourth against um, their total offense, which you know it's. Is uh, is third in the Big Twelve, but what they do well, you do well, is um, pass defense. Uh, Texas Tech fourth, they're second. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t ninety seven for that of the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too. The double T ninety seven three mobile apps presented by Happy State Bank. Um, we get this, Chuck. I uh, I own a sports Shack sports coat. <laughs> Are we serious right now? I I think I think so. I mean, he's got he's got a clothing line, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got this communique from our our colleague a guy that's helping make kids smarter over at monterey high school and keeping them in line at the same time he's i don't know if he's truly number two but he's number two in my book because he's not the he's not the principal yet i say yet but he's right there and that's our our good friend garrett luft who's the host of the double t973 coors light postgame show and you'll hear him tomorrow night after the ball game he says uh uh, Slim Thug has a song called The Game to the tune of Go Fight, Win Fanfare, played before Fight Raiders Fight. Um, he said a local guy named Rise sang that one pretty awful. Crank that crab tree, I guess. Uh, then he says Mike Jones was a Leech-era favorite who visited practice and was popular with the that. teams. I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There you go. Hey, we we missed one birthday. Uh in this day in sports history. And um, uh, our friends on uh, 100.7 The Score are also broadcast on AM 950. And 76 years ago today, they flipped the switch. 
for KJTV AM, then known as KSEL AM 950, 76 years ago today. It, it, it was the second radio station in Lubbock. Okay. Uh, how about that? So, happy birthday to AM 950. It's pretty cool. Uh, this slim thug coming to town, my Houston heart is happy. Now, I don't believe this, that somebody says they live in a shack check. I I don't think so either, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, kind of feel like people are being a little sarcastic with us uh, right just, now. Just a skosh. Just a skosh. Just a skosh. Uh, Joey McGuire is the head football coach for Texas Tech, and uh, he breaks down and uh, gives us a look-see at the TCU offense heading into tomorrow night's game. They're man, they're really good on offense. Um, you know, if you look, they're at the high end of yards per game um, in the conference. Um, he has got a big arm. I mean, uh, when you watch him against BYU, uh, he threw for almost, I think he had 400 yards or maybe even more. Um, but he's got a big arm. He's really strong. Uh, you know, he's an ex-baseball guy, so you know he really can can throw the ball. Um, you know, passing game and everything, they're very similar to what they were doing with Chandler. Um, you know, you get probably a little bit more RPOs with Chandler and, you know, him running the ball a little bit more. But as far as strength of his arm, I mean, it's really impressive how fast he gets it out. I mean, that that's the one thing that whenever you look, if you put a stopwatch to it, he gets the ball out really fast. Um, and he's pretty accurate. And then they have one of the – I mean, whenever you look right now, the battle of, of the backs in the Big 12, you know, you've got, uh, you know, the kid at OSU that's, you know, had a huge game the other night. He's had back-to-back 200-plus yard games. And then you got the kid at Texas. Um, you got our guy, Todd, just had such a great year. And then the Bailey kid at TCU. I mean, he's they, – they do a good job, man. And, and it, that's the thing that – uh, with Kendall's offense that people have always like, well, you know, it's a throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. But they they do a great job rushing the football. He did a really good job whenever he called it at Baylor of, you know, running the football. And um, number nine is, you know, he's an explosive back. They're big up front. Um, so it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough test for our defense. Uh, Imani Bailey is uh, who he was talking about from a rushing standpoint. 146 rushes so far on the year, a net of 851. His longest is 74 yards, uh, two touchdowns. He's rushing for 106 yards a ball game. And then uh, the quarterback, Jamie, we talked about him just a few moments ago, Josh Hoover. He is 73 of 123, five interceptions, and uh, has six touchdowns. His longest has been for 42 yards this year. But they do uh, protect up front, and, and that – I mean that's going to be a problem both both you know offensively and the defensive line is just making sure that you're um able to on when you're on defense put pressure on these guys and then offensively protect your guy because they're first in the um Big 12 in, in sacks so yeah know. that's going to be a huge key right is to to be able to um protect Baron Morton because if if you're not able to uh, and you're stuck just running the football, then you are going to see them load the box, put extra guys near the line of scrimmage, and try to slow down your run game. But um, so it's the it's going to be the challenge for Coach Kitley and company is um, to get the ball out quickly and 
kind of slow down that pass rush, maybe wear those guys down a little bit. So you probably will see um, some of the horizontal passing game that you know so many fans don't like. But I, I got to believe you're going to see some quick hitters here. Yeah, and so I, I also th- I also feel like that because his arm is in a little bit better shape that you'll be able to throw the ball downfield a little bit more and and maybe with a little more zip on the ball and hopefully well, that's only if he's got time to get back there and sure. throw it yeah sure sure and, and hopefully hopefully your guys uh your receivers are are ready um and, and kind of help them out a little bit and give you know make sure that they get open and push get the guy off of them or you know do an extra step or whatever it is that they need to do to you know help help the quarterback out a little bit and get open earlier. Uh, they're big up front. Um, their center is 315. The left guard's 345. The right guard's 338. Uh, the right tackle is 315 and 6'7". And the left tackle is 6'6 and 320. They're big boys. And, um, you know, when you're when everybody is, in terms of the starters, 6'4 or higher, um, you know that, they've, that they are going to, that they're going to bring it. Uh, that's their offensive line in terms of being able to protect their quarterback. Their their defensive line, uh, they go 275, 320, 315. Um, they're across the front uh, between their, their two defensive ends and their nose tackle. So And, then, and they've proven that they can uh, protect their, their quarterback as well. So that's, that's going to be, uh, that's gonna be a, a challenge um, tomorrow night for, uh, for Texas Tech. But um, – they uh, offensively, they're third in the Big 12, producing about 465 yards a ball game. Texas Tech is ninth. We know the reasons why. Uh, but defensively, I, th- I think defensively, you have to feel pretty confident going into this game just because your defense has played so well. Yeah, I mean, their offense has some explosion to it, no, no question about it. But uh, I, I do think that your defense, for the most part, is has has been really solid this year not spectacular but really solid this year and giving you a great chance uh to win each and every saturday for the most part so yeah i I feel good about where your defense is right now uh this person is uh, mr negative this morning after hearing that from joey uh tcu by 18 plus Uh, that does not that would not make for a very nice evening tomorrow night even even one point more would not make for a nice evening. That's correct. You yeah. know, I mean, just winning by one more would make for a nice evening. No matter no matter what the conditions just are, find a way to get a W. Just find just find a way to get a W. Uh, and is there is there anything that really stands out for you tomorrow? I mean, is it getting off to an, uh, an early lead? Is it getting them off the field first? Do you want the ball? If you win the toss, do you want the ball or do you want to defer? Um, defer. I would prefer to defer. Okay, and then try to try to do the old double dip there. Exactly. Yeah. That opportunity to to get the final score of the half, Mm -hmm. and then a first score of the second half, that can be a fourteen point swing in your favor there that they can literally do nothing about. So why wouldn't you use that every opportunity? Oh look, we get the ball first. <laughs> yeah, or you can get fourteen points back to back and bury somebody. Yeah. Well, there's no guarantee though that you're going to have the last possession of the first half. No, but while you can't control the opening possession, while it can be important, I don't. 
of the first half, I don't feel is as important as the opening possession of the second half. 725 this morning here on the morning drive. Our optimum game day live coverage begins tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. The kickoff tomorrow night, 6 p.m. No, man, keep talking, go. And we will uh, have lots of coverage for you tomorrow with Optimum Game Day Live from 6 a.m. until right before kickoff here on Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Okay, so I want to go back to the Crabtree catch. Okay. This might be a hard question, so I apologize. Is there a player that you remember f- so fondly, okay, for one of your op- as an opponent, like you do Blake Gideon? Okay. <laughs> Is there anybody that you can remember in sports like that you're like that guy? Like, okay, so another example to me would be like Bill Buckner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think of like who do you think are the funniest or the you feel bad for him the most, whatever the guy that he's remembered for one thing, even though you know he had a good career or he might have been a good player, but do you feel bad for a guy that's remembered for all the wrong reasons? Would Kansas State's Allen Everidge be the an answer? Okay, for that's this? a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, because we remember the hit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt in anybody's mind. Uh, I, I'd also put um, Sam Bradford on this uh, for Oklahoma. Not Sam Bradford. Uh, Oklahoma quarterback. Oh eight. Not oh seven. Oh eight. On what was his name? Well, Sam Bradford was in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sam Bradford. He got knocked he got silly against I've never in my life seen someone actually see the flying birds and stars around <laughs> right. their head. Not Mahomes the after the hit by Texas. Yeah, that was worse than the Mahomes hit after the worst after the hit in Texas. <laughs> just was worse than Sam Bradford. Just seeing it on the video board yeah. and seeing him look so goofy. <laughs> yeah. That I think that was the first time. Maybe. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh wow, he really is seeing st- like. Mm-hmm. The the Tweety Bird and the the yeah. stars flying around mm-hmm. his head like sitting on the sideline. Yeah, that I felt sorry for him then. Now it was Oklahoma, so that subsided quickly. But so let me. What about like when you think Moises Alou? What do you think of uh, Steve Bartman? About a fan? Yes, Steve yes. Bartman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or Tony Tarasco. Jeffrey Mayer stole the ball from him. Okay. Jeter's home run is Tony Tarasco. Okay. Okay. Um, Guys like that. If you'd have said Jeffrey Mayer, I would have, just Tony Tarasco doesn't resonate with me. Okay, well. But you're right. I remember the play now as soon as you you bring that up. Yeah. How how about if you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan, would you say Nelson Cruz? You could. I don't. I don't. I think why, David why? Freeze got a hit. Why, why he had to bring that up? <laughs> you act like it's a can of corn play. It wasn't. It was not even close. Okay. All right. Got to bring that up today, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Okay. Um, to, I'm trying to think. I like, mean, to compare him to Bill Buckner is just so wrong. Yes. No. You, he's not in the same vein as as Bill Buck. Bill Buckner and. And that and Buckner's and, was sad one to me because I mean he's like yeah. a 
But that, you know, a, hit, a hitting champ, you know, batting average champ, and all that. Yet he's remembered for booting that yeah. ball. And 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 the game was already tied. The game was tied when he booted that ball. So I mean, I understand. Still, it, it's, it's, it's a big play. It was choking in a pretty. Big it's a big moment. play, but they they they'd already at least they'd already given up a run. You know, they'd already they'd already given up uh, a run. I'm I'm trying to think of. If there's a an opposing player for any of my teams where I just go, hey, I'd really feel sorry for that guy, but I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I don't, I can't. I mean, Tarasco is the guy is he is a Yankees fan that I always think about that. You know that just was a crazy crazy play, and mm-hmm. like I said, Moises Alou is a good player, but he's when you say his name, people think about Steve Bartman. Yeah, and I think that's crazy. And and Blake Gideon was a solid safety for the Longhorns. Not like he went on to be a great NFL player or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the but ball goodness was gracious, right man, you don't you don't get him any easier than that. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what about Mitch Williams? Gives up the Joe Carter home run and yeah. then like forgets how to throw strikes. Yeah, uh, Mitch was pretty crazy before that. I mean, even. he was nuts before, yeah. but like yeah. he went he, he was a top tier closer, and mm-hmm. then that happened, and then that's who he became. Was the guy that gives up the walk off home run? Mm-hmm. Brad Lidge would go in the same category, but he was on the Astros, so it's kind of hard to to put him. Consider he's the guy that, in theory, we rooted for being in a, a Texas team. Um, Although then he got the World Series in '08. So, couple of couple of people. One person did uh, bring up Nelson Cruz. Uh, somebody else brought up uh, Moises Alou, um, Mark Sanchez in the butt fumble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jeff, are you talking about Landry Jones? I, no, I, th- I, I think he was talking about Bradford. Yeah. We, we knocked yeah. Bradford, Bradford silly yeah. in a game yeah. here in Lubbock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, somebody mentioned Jackie Smith of the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Sickest man in America. Yeah. Uh, and then Leon Lett. You know that was the Thanksgiving Day game. You know it was uh, he slid in there to try to huh. recover the, the the field goal attempt and fumbled it after it was blocked and is he they, more known for that or the don Beebe thing both i think he's more known for the don Beebe thing. yeah 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 running that in for this in the super bowl i mm-hmm. think would be the bigger yeah sure one. because that's Although, a bigger stage that was jimmy or, johnson's last loss. or do people know that as don Beebe and not leon latt i think people know i i think i think what you just said don Beebe, because they do they not know who the cowboy was yeah yeah i think they would they would know it's kind of like it's kind of like do they know do you know, like the going back to your comparison? Do you know Jeffrey Mayer more? Do you know Tony Tarasco, or do you know that Jeter hit it? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if most people know Jeter hit it. I you don't know. know. I, yeah. If you say Jeffrey Mayer, you think of the you know fresh faced kid that leans mm-hmm. over and interferes with the ball. How, how about Scott Norwood? <laughs> yeah, Scott Norwood. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but that that's certainly that's certainly one. Uh, and somebody also brought up uh, Corey Pulling. Okay, that was a fun moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody says this. If you say uh, Leon Let, my f- first thing I think of is uh, the Don Beebe play. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Busy, 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 busy day. I got a busy day today, and there's a busy, busy, busy day tomorrow. Um, lots going on. I have a high school fan zone tonight at 7. 
coaches from Friendship, Lovett Cooper, and Liberty Cooper um, on the air tonight. And they'll uh, talk about their teams, their schools, what's going on. I mean, you got the convergence of uh, football and basketball season right now. Have a couple of high school games on the air for you tomorrow night. Monterey's at Amarillo, Dick Bivens Stadium, 6.30 the broadcast time. We'll have it for you on 107.7 Yes FM. 6.30 here in town, crazy to think. I mean, this is going to be a loved one's game. Probably a loved one's game for Monterey, too. Because if you, if you have a, a girlfriend or a parent or, a, you know, whatever you call your grandparents at your game tomorrow at Dick Bivens, they love you. They really, really love you because they've traveled two hours and they're going to watch a, you know, football team that's still trying to make the playoffs. But for Coronado and Tascosa tomorrow night at Lowry Field, yeah, that's a loved one's game too. We'll have that for you on 96.9 The Bull. That's traditionally what I've called those games that are at the end of the year that kind of playing out the string. You know, so, if, I mean, if that girl in your math class and you're the you're the offensive lineman or the D-back <clears throat> and she shows up to watch you, Stand on the sideline. She really, really loves you. What position is the D back? Well, the defensive back. Okay. <laughs> that was a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. Right. That leads right into it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's that's tomorrow, and then we'll yeah, have. So a... it'll be senior night for the Coronado kids, right? I would think so. So they'll have lots of loved ones there for that. <laughs> Again. I... There might be some that go, man. It's, it's some of them are required to be there some of them to, are, to carry some, out the, the stuff. And, sure. I right. think if we were being honest with ourselves, there were probably some at the beginning of the year that said, hey, we love you, but uh, <laughs> probably going to miss that for the Tech TCU game. Mm-hmm. That are now going, you know, I, I think that we've decided <laughs> to come see you play one last time. Yeah, it would, would be for the seniors. You're right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the last uh, home game of the year, last game of the year for the yeah, you act like there are not Red Raider fans that have found excuses not to come this week. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure, sure there are some sure. that, you sure. know, there's no way we're missing mm-hmm. if we mm-hmm. have two losses. Mm-hmm. But with five, yeah, no, that's a tough, you know, it's tough on a Thursday. I don't know if I want to take that many days off of work, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and Monterey still has a shot at the playoffs. So this is, I mean, it's it's a meaningful game. Yeah. It's a meaningful game. Um, tomorrow night, or excuse me, Friday night. Friday night. Yesterday felt like a Friday because we had a little potluck here for Halloween. And it was, you know, kind of a somewhat relaxed atmosphere, although it tightened up later in the day. Uh, uh, but uh, felt like Friday yesterday. Uh, but it, then it turned out that, hey, this is not Friday. you got to focus, finish the week strong. Uh, but Friday, which will be the day. Yeah, it was Tuesday yesterday. Wasn't even close to feeling like a Friday. I felt like a Friday. It felt like a Friday at some aspect. And I did not have any of your joy juice either. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, there's a lot left of your joy juice. (laughs) How could you tell? Because he wasn't joyful or there wasn't a stain on the carpet over there? Uh, Actually, because he (laughs) thought it wasn't spiked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair uh it's fair that's, we'll have a friendship playing at san angelo central on friday night and lubbock cooper taking on caprock over at the pirates place that game will be on 100.7 the score and then the uh, friendship game uh, obviously here on double t 97.3 should Just, there be a game six of the world series it'd be on s- sunny 
97.7. It's just crazy how fast the high school football season went. I know. Like, boom, it's over. Well, not no. for some. Not yeah, for some. No, yeah. not over, but regular season Damn just near. flew by. Yeah. And then, uh, of course. that lasts a while for some of these teams. Yeah. Of course, we'll have uh, optimum game day live coverage uh, all day tomorrow. And it begins at 6 a.m. Uh, here on Double T 97.3, Texas Tech and Texas Christian. Tonight, the World Series, as uh, the Rangers will uh, try to close it out tonight against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, scoring early has helped. Okay, scoring early has 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 helped for you know the Rangers kind of take a little pressure off. That would be nice. Kind of been their mo all season long when they yeah. scored early. Yeah, make it tight late. Yeah, yeah. It's like they have bullpen problems or something. Right. <laughs> well, you're one win away, man. One you got three shots at it. Yeah. Twenty seven outs. Game seven is Saturday. Twenty seven outs. You just got to have more. Game on. seven is Saturday. Are you, do you think there's going to be a Game 7? I think a Game 7 is scheduled for Saturday at this point. No. If we get that far away. I know you no don't. No way. I'm asking you a straightforward no question. Way. Yes, no. Game 7? I, I wouldn't be shocked for the Rangers to lose tonight. I would be shocked for them to lose two straight. Yeah. With Evaldi and Montgomery, Montgomery on the mound? Yeah. Sho- yeah. I would be shocked. Yeah. Uh, this person says, so still have a hard time seeing the Rangers win without Adolis Garcia. Um, I mean, it worked out last night, you know. So, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, they've. And they've how, played, how does that game different last night without those two defensive miscues? The the wild pitch, mm-hmm. that kind of kick started everything. I mean, you still got hits after that, though. Yeah. Right. So they would have just driven Josh in. But then the, you know, the double possible double play ball that you booted and got no outs, and that ended up being a five run inning. Yeah. Heck, just take away that one. Just take away that one. Different game. Yeah. How, but how, then again, the Rangers would pitch it differently. Yeah. Down the stretch. How, how about the catch and foul territory by Travis Jankowski? With That's nice. him, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just Simeon looked kind of mad at him afterwards. It was <laughs> interesting. Jankowski turned and. Kind of ran towards him, and Simeon just like shrugged him off. Didn't like, I don't know. That was odd. But I mean, Simeon's lucky. Both those guys lucky they didn't get hurt with the way that they tumbled. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was it was hard to figure out initially who caught the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, that was just odd. It's just just Simeon's reaction just was odd. odd to me. Um, so I I think the Rangers. Uh, I think they close it out tonight. I just think that this this that would be the the narrative of this year, the narrative of this postseason, for them to go eleven and zero on the road and and finish it out. Just amazing stat. You know when you think about, and they've talked about this where they were in in Seattle and having to cl- fly across the country to go to Tampa and to have blown the division and then you win there and then you win in Baltimore and you win in Houston and now you're winning uh, in Phoenix. So fly to the Phoenix tonight. For the Rangers. Okay. We'll have it for you at 6.30, balls and strikes at 7. Wouldn't the rising from the uh, Ashes Phoenix be the Diamondbacks since they're down 3-1 right now? Yeah, but we're going to have the flight of the Phoenix. The Phoenix rose in the, in the movie The Flight of the Phoenix. Those guys took off. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.